So I saw a video a couple of days ago about synthetic chloroplasts, um, which I don't know too much about, admittedly, but I think it's a very interesting concept. The idea of taking what is effectively one of the most fundamental processes of life, which is photosynthesis and the use of the chlorophyll and chloroplasts in plants, and then trying to make synthetic versions of those chloroplasts that are much more efficient and able to convert CO2 and sunlight into usable sugars and energy-dense chemicals and such and so on. And it's interesting because it's the most natural form of solar that we know of, because plants are naturally photosynthetic. Um, and we just kind of take that for granted, but it's interesting to see why do they specifically use chloroplasts and is there any benefits that we might see as opposed to using photovoltaics or um, solar panels. Um, the interesting thing about this is it can be converted into food rather than electricity. Like obviously the um, use case for converting sunlight to electricity is pretty obvious, but it's not unheard of, I think, to think of like giant reservoirs full of these synthetic chloroplasts that would it would it would look like a reservoir full of like green slush, which is quite the image. Um, but it would, yeah, it'd be like a big reservoir full of green slush, and then you could process that slush into um, consumables. Like uh, it would probably they would be probably be rudimentary sugars that from there it would be interesting to see if maybe you could figure out how to turn those rudimentary sugars into um, a serum of some sort that could be used for um, cultured meat and things like that. So it, it's not unheard, um, unreasonable to think that you could have like this big, like giant reservoir like sized facility of the synthetic chlorophylls um, absorbing energy from the sun and pulling in carbon dioxide um, producing basic sugars and then those basic sugars could be refined into serum that gets grown into you know a t-bone steak and then you would effectively it would be you would see efficiencies that you just that were just unheard of before like the efficiencies of any type of synthetic chloroplasts for creating these sugars as well as the type of efficiencies that you just get with cultured meat in general. You don't have to worry about the suffering of the animals. You don't need nearly as much land. Um, it's really, it's a field of study that will mature into very interesting things, I feel like. There will always be pushback. Ah, it's not meat if it doesn't come out of an animal. No, no, no. The lobbies will fight that and, you know, yada, yada, yada. But so long as it is I guess chemically and so long as the human senses are placated enough to the point where it's like it's it seems like meat it tastes like meat it like it's completely um what's the word unidentifiable which one is synthetic and which one is genuine from a cow like meat then 
the amount of like efficiencies you get from that you could effectively feed everyone on the planet like high quality proteins that are very energy dense um that don't require large factory farms and you know there's the whole set saying that if everyone on earth ate like americans we would need three earths and it's like that's true with current technology but i don't think we should be so short-sighted we should look and see that there are ways that we can bring high quality meats and proteins and very energy dense foods to the entire world in a very efficient manner and i think artificial chloroplasts are literally the first step because if we're following you know generally nature's blueprint you always got to start with the green stuff and then you you know work your way up to the mean stuff and you know so i think being able to take control of those processes is very powerful and i'm surprised more people aren't talking about it